Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. If you're wondering where Sponsor is, it is Bet Online. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full effect, college and pro. From the latest odds, totals, player performance, even the next fired head coach, Bet Online is the number one spot of all your sports betting needs. Head on over to the website or use your mobile phone to sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code B-L-E-A-V to get started. That is Believe. And it's not just basketball on Bet Online. It's your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC eyes right to the, the Winter Olympics, which is best for business. From sports right down to our favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your online waging destination. Bet Online. The fastest and easiest way to wager your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome back. Welcome back to An Athlete's Journey. I am your host, Travis Reed. Uh, Today, I got a special guest, a current WNBA player who has mad skill. You know what I'm saying? She is doing her thing for the Indiana Fever. Um, And she is a very nice person for coming on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. You know, like, she's my first WNBA player interview. So that makes her special. You know, like I said, I was going to let her know that she could bring all her friends. I would interview all her friends, it's whatever she wants, you know what I'm saying? Because I love female ballers, um, especially the ones that make it to the big time because uh, they they got game, for, period. You know what I'm saying? They got real game. Like, I'm I'm not even joking. I've seen some of her highlights, and no, she got some real game, you know? She uh, is still in Indiana, and I know no, against, no offense against Indiana, ain't nothing to do out there. but go ahead and introduce yourself hi everyone my name is Chelsea Perry with the Indiana Fever um I was a current rookie last year I'm going into my second season coming off of ACL and meniscus tear and looking forward to chatting with T. Reed today (laughs) well thank you I appreciate it I appreciate it well we're gonna jump in right into it um how did your basketball journey start Growing up, man, I started playing when I was about six in little leagues, but my whole family played and um, that just kind of grew my spark. And I've been loving the game ever since and played little league up until I was able to play middle school ball. And my dad was my coach up until middle school. And um, my cousin was my middle school coach. So it was all family oriented. And 
just been playing ever since and building my game. All right, all right. Was there any other sports that you were interested in? When I was younger, just because my brother played it, I played baseball <laughs> with the boys. Um, was you any good? Played. Yeah, I mean, I could, <laughs> hit, I could hit the ball really good and uh, ended up playing softball for one year in middle school. But then my basketball coach was like, listen, if you want to get somewhere with basketball, you need to just stick with it. So he wasn't really down with the multiple sports. So I just played basketball and um, got good at that and excelled in that. I got you. I got you. All right. All right. So did you play AAU growing up? Did you play AAU basketball? I didn't actually start until the beginning of my junior year summer of high school. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I was a late bloomer coming from a small town. You really just don't hear of travel ball. And I started when we won the state tournament my sophomore year of high school, uh, teams reached out to me. So me and my dad were like, let's let's just go. Let's try it out. And so I started with Nike Flight, um, had a year experience with them. And then I went to a um, hometown team called Tennessee Pride. And I just loved it with them, played with some of my um, high school rivalries. And we were a pretty good team. That's cool. So. What high school did you go to? I went to Middleton High School, very small school, single A in Tennessee, um, mm-hmm. with about 64 in my graduating class. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That's, that's super crazy. <laughs> um, what's your most memorable moment from high school? Probably my sophomore year. Uh, we won the state tournament, but before that, we had all, we had six seniors. And so like my starting position, I wasn't starting because of coming off the bench, we have some really good players mm-hmm. and the star post player gets out around Christmas time, tears her ACL and my name's called, my number's called mm-hmm. and basically get my, um, get my chance. And I did play my role and I ended up being a starter for our team ever since then. And um, end up winning the uh, state MVP that year. Wow. Okay. Okay. Balling from the from the <laughs> ground up. Okay. State right. MVP. Right. Okay. Okay. So you're state MVP, right? Yeah. Um, did you have a lot of schools recruiting after that? Actually, um, I early recruited. Um, I verbally committed my junior year, even before uh playing travel ball so I was basically just playing travel ball just to be playing and I got comfortable with UT Martin and uh the coach and I just knew that was going to be the place for me uh far as the family oriented and um he said he wanted to make me the best player I can be and I trusted in him and I believed 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 him and um I could have chosen many other journeys but um, I just stuck with UT Martin and basically my other offers were in that um, conference. Okay. Okay. What do you remember about your first year in college? Boy, it was, <laughs> it, was it was rough. Um, just coming in from a different pace of college or high school is mm-hmm. a lot faster. And me coming in at one, about 120 pounds, I was getting thrown <laughs> thrown around. <laughs> okay. Being a post player, okay. um, so I had to figure out 
okay, how am I going to use my advantage, which is shooting and being the quicker post player against these big girls. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of a challenge for me, but I'm always up for the challenge. Um, During the summer workouts, coach wasn't light on me at all. Like he pushed me and chewed me out a couple of times, but I was willing to accept it. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. honestly, I wanted to be the best player on the team. So I literally played everybody one-on-one on the team just to beat them. And I, I mean, I accomplished that. And that was just my goal within uh, within the team. Okay, so you played everybody on the team one on one. Yeah, the whole team. I wanted my one on one. Did you go five at a time, or like, did you break this up, or do you get all after practice at once? No, it was basically broke up. Um, probably one after the other. Like, I'll probably play like two a day and be like, okay, you up next, let's play. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. That's actually pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there he is, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Coming in a little late. (laughs) What's up, Nate, man? How you doing, brother? I'm good. How about you? Good. I'm just interviewing her. You know what I'm saying? The the superstar over here, you know, talking about how she started, how she came up. We haven't got to you yet. We're getting in there, you know what I'm saying, pretty soon. Okay. All right. Well, let me me introduce, you know what I'm saying, everybody. This is the super, super, super duper trainer who be training, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people. Uh, I met him on... uh, uh, on Instagram, you know what I'm saying? He was a real cool brother. Uh, I was like, man, I got to get him on the show, you know? And that's mm-hmm. why he's up here now. Introduce yourself. Um, how y'all doing? I'm Coach Nate. Um, mm-hmm. I, I train a lot of, uh, you know, top talent out there in the nation. Uh, you know, anywhere from the, uh, you know, women's side to the guy's side or whatnot. So I'm just here just trying to help grow everybody's game and help mentor everybody. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning too as well. That's good. That's like I said. That's good. That's good, man. Like I said, I we need more trainers like yourself teaching, like you know, people how to really do it, how to really do it, and how to be successful, man. So, mm-hmm. I much, much, much respect to you and what you're doing. Much respect. Appreciate it. No, no problem. That's why I was like, I didn't know. I was like, you know, uh, we were talking. Like I said, we were interviewing. I was doing the interview, and she was like, I don't know where he at. So I was like, Well, <laughs> we're gonna just go. We're gonna just start it. And if he come, he come. It's all good. I know you're busy. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I had a, I had a, uh, I got a JUCO game. So I was like, you know, let me go ahead and hop in there for about 15, 20 minutes and then hop on out. <laughs> See, folks, that's what he, that's what the trainers do. <laughs> hop in. Hi, hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? I'm doing this. <laughs> I respect that. Well, okay. Well, before we even get to where you're going, like, uh, put put your social media and all out there so you know people who want to have their daughters or sons trained you know where they can find you and see you at man uh you guys can find me on instagram at, at nate.bowie that's b-o-w-i-e um you can hit me on facebook too as well uh it's nate Bowie, um and i'm easily accessible um I always pretty much answer the messages i'll never try to big time anybody or anything <laughs> so you know any any advice i can give i'm, I'm there for no, 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 definitely, folks. He did answer it. Like I said, I, um, I, I followed him and, you know, uh, hit him up and he hit me right back. So he, we want big time if you have any questions. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, oh, I got to ask you first, how did you two meet? You know, I asked her already off camera, but I wanted to ask you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, how did we meet? Was it social media, CP, or was it, was it, was it through uh, mutual, mutual friends? Um, I think it was social media uh, around my junior year of college. 
Yep, it was it was social media junior year. You know, I was all I always give props um to people that's out there grinding and doing it, especially people that doesn't, you know, don't get seen as much. You know, everybody's gonna pay attention to the girls from Yukon and Duke and Tennessee and South Carolina. That's no knock on them or UCLA, but there's a lot of um women um that's out there that's that's really, you know, doing a thing at, at mid-majors and low majors too as well. So um, you know, I think I was watching uh, a client uh, that she was playing against too as well. And I've seen her play. I was like, man, she can play. Um, so let me go ahead and pay some homage uh, to her and whatnot. And then we came close right after that and, uh, you know, kind of got her ready for, uh, she did the hard work. You know, I just kind of got a little tune up uh, for the pre-draft workouts and she took care of the rest. Right. How did you uh, even get into training? Like, how did that happen? Uh, it was funny. I just answered this question on another podcast. I uh, So when I was playing pro, um, I used to come back home and uh, and train, but I should train on my own. But, you know, all these college kids and high school kids want to work out and train. So I used to take them actually through the same workout, you know, I kind of did, um, you know, as a pro. Um, but you grow, you know, that not that they did get better, but that's not necessarily the workout that they need to do at the time. Mm -hmm. But they did get better and, or, or whatnot. But I really got my big, big, big break. Um when I was in um, uh, Portugal, uh, I was emailing uh, shoe companies, Nike, Adidas, um, and it's this shoe company called Leaning. Mm -hmm. um, and Leaning was Dwayne Wade and and, and the, the uh, Chinese the Chinese company, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And I emailed them when I was in Portugal. I was Player of the Year in Portugal, uh, won a lot of awards, and uh, I hit them up about sponsorship. Um, and they was nice enough to respond back and say, hey, you know, we only, um, you know, we only doing the Spain national team at the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, cool. But they said, for your hard work, let me send you two customized shoes that's just for you. And they sent me those shoes. So then I went back uh, at the time back in Arkansas and I went to go play in the Dunbar, Joe Johnson's uh, Dunbar um, Pro-Am League, basically. Mm -hmm. And it was an Asian kid there. And uh, good friend to this day, Bo Long Zing. And um, he seen me with the Lee Nings and we, we got really, really close after that. Um, he's actually the first Asian to ever play in Europe. I got him the deal and all those different stuff, but he flew me over to Xi'an, China every mm -hmm. summer um, to work with the Olympic team. Um, and so it just kind of just took off from there. And I was like, man, I really love doing it. And I always loved the development side of it. Um, but that's when I really, you know, really, really got into it. Okay, cool. So how is he as a trainer? CB, how's that? How is he as is he good? <laughs> I mean, man, it's legit for him to know so many people. And he definitely doesn't act like one of those people who like, are too bougie to talk to you. He's humbled. And uh, I really appreciate him for reaching out to me because um, a lot of people, trainers have reached out to me and like they just were in it for the wrong reason. And Nate's one of those guys that just loves the game and wants to grow people. No, that's good. Like I said, um, I was going to ask Nate, obviously, I think I asked him on, on, on our uh, Instagram chat, but I was like, how did you even get started to uh, training women instead of, instead of men? Or did you train um, both always? You know, I, I did train both always when I was back home in Kansas. Mm -hmm. uh, I was working with the top talent, um, top high school talent, um, top mm -hmm. college talent uh, mm -hmm. around the region. Um, but, you know, they start like women, you can mold their game. They're listening. I was 
just had this conversation too as well. Like when I had my girl, um, you know, Shakina Strickland, she's nine to 10 years in a vet big time. She's not cocky. Uh, She wants to get better. Um, She wants to consistently, you know, mold her game so that she can prolong it. Should you get a guy that's barely touching the G League, you know, or NBA Summer League, you know, they they think they the shit. You know what I mean? And so it's like, man, you got to get better. You got to get better. So mm-hmm. um, you know, I got into it with that, and I had, you know, my first um, uh, WNBA uh, player, you know, back home in Kansas, and it kind of just opened up or whatnot. And then when I moved out here to Oregon, um, I really started – you know, doing what I do as far as with the WNBA side. And it was a niche for, it was a need for, and then there's trainers that, that do, you know, train WNBA players and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's like homies from back home. You know what I mean? Somebody you grew up with and all the stuff, mm-hmm. which is fine. They got you there. But I think a lot of like detail work, a lot of footwork, a lot of film work is, is needed. And a lot of times those guys are not going to, or those women are not going to put in that time with that client. Um, you know, they just kind of just going through the same, Work like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a need for that. And it was crazy because I'm actually the first trainer, you know, in the nation ever to do WNBA pre-draft workouts. And so, you know, it's never mm-hmm. been done before. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? In the mm-hmm. NBA side, you got that. Yeah, but, you know, of course. Of course. Side, you don't have that. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that, man. I, I never knew that. That's why I was like so intrigued about your story and obviously CP story because, you know, like she's a WNBA player. You work out, you know, women wa pro women which is cool you know what i'm saying because i was telling her i was like look women got game bro like so like mm-hmm. for real game you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. that's when i was overseas you know like when i used to uh you know when i was in the what was i at ukraine and estonia mm-hmm. and holland like they, they had a lot of american girls and like some of them i was like you can probably be starting on my team you know what i'm saying you can right. take the right. european new team mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll be like shit you know, they can shoot past you, but I don't know about the physicality, but man, I was like, she got game. You know, well, that, and that's the, that's the beauty of it. Like, even with CP, it's like, you know, CP low key could play the two through four. You okay. know what I mean? And so it just really depends on what situation she's in or, you know, what team she's with, but she's at a uh, ability wise that she can play. She's a stretch four right now, but she can play the two through four. So, you know, there's a lot of women like that that's out there that could play like John Stay. You know, Jones like shit. I mean, she the best. You know, arguably the best in the world because she can play multiple positions. Yeah. And so showing that too as well. So you know, having somebody that's six 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 seven guards you, but you playing like you five five. You know, as a guard, you know that that's a matchup problem. Yeah, and I, I could tell you something that I thought about too. You know, the NBA is in reality is kind of like merging like the WNBA because I always felt like the WNBA. They, even their big players are more like CP now where they're all like tall, but they can shoot, they can kind of handle. And it's kind of like, uh, you know, like below the rim kind of thing where it used to be NBA, you got to be seven feet to be a center. You got to be 6'11 to be a, a four and you got to play the super physical game. But even in the NBA, it's not really the super physical game anymore. It's more about skill and moving and passing and that kind of stuff. It's uh, if, if, if anybody really watches a WNBA game, you'll see that happen like, you know, you got your old school players like Sylvia Fowles is still playing. You got mm-hmm. Brittany Griner, but they shoot more jumpers too. Yeah. So like yeah, you know, yeah. back in the day when they was playing, you know, they was bullying everybody. They tall, they do what they need to do. Yeah. You know, as yeah. far as mm-hmm. scoring, but they got a burners. You know, they can shoot too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. the mid ranges and all that different stuff too. So 
No, no, definitely, man. Like I said, I, I looked up some highlights from, you know, I was telling her, I looked up some highlights of her. I was like, okay, she might have she been a problem. You know what I'm saying? She might have given me a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shooting and going out there and playing that. So, I, like I said, like in Europe, it's a different, it's, well, you you know, you know what I'm saying? It's more slow down, more offense, you know, more passing the move, but a lot more physical, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not 100 to 100. It's more like 80 to 70, you know, maybe even 60 to 70 kind of thing, you know? But let's give a little background from you. Like, how did, you know, what was your basketball career, you know, as far as your journey and like how many years you played overseas, all that stuff? Um, I was a, uh, I went to Washington High School, which uh, Earl Watson went. He used to coach for Phoenix Suns. Oh, that's, my, you know, I went to UCLA with Earl. Oh, for real? Yeah, Had Earl. Team, man, yeah, yeah. I was on that team for not not that team. I had left the school by then, but I came in. Me, Earl, Baron, uh, Rico, Billy, God rest his soul. So, yeah, we all came. We was number one class in the country. Yep. And so I went to the same high school. We from the same town, KCK. Okay. Uh, okay. Breaking his records uh, my senior year. Um, okay. Okay. You know, okay. Doing record or whatnot. Uh, but back where I'm from, man, we it's 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 rough, man. It's, you know, metal detectors. It's uh, you know, it's, it's, I love it. Um, but you know, kind of getting you ready for the college level, as far as academics is not really, um, the most important thing. It's like, how do you can survive? How can you at least get your, your GED or your diploma? That's the most important thing. So I wasn't prepared. I didn't take my ACT, SAT. So I went JUCO. Um, and then out of JUCO, I had 27 D1 offers out of JUCO. So I was a JUCO All-American, uh, let the conference and score all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I verbal to mm-hmm. Purdue. Um, which Gene Caney was the coach, uh, mm-hmm. legendary mm-hmm. coach. He retired my year, um, 2006, he retired, but he still was trying to get me to go to Purdue. So I took a visit to mm-hmm. Purdue, Cincinnati, St. John's, and Hawaii. And then I end up signing with Central Arkansas, which was a mid-major at the time, D1, down in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I went there was because the coaching staff <clears throat> was a bunch of Kansas dudes. So I knew I had two years. I knew I wanted to play D1. And it was crazy because when I first was hooping, I just wanted to hoop. Like I didn't really care much about D1, pro, or none of that. So I just wanted to hoop. Um, and then obviously they sold me with the schedule. I mean, our first first game was against UConn. Then we played against Kentucky. Then we played against Ole Miss. I mean, off, you know, out of conference schedule was crazy. Um, and then they did a lot of stuff too for me, you know, as a as a player and all those different things. And then from there, uh, I was NCAA All-American, led the conference in scoring. Um, did really, really well. And then uh, ended up playing nine years of pro basketball, um, NBA G League, NBA Summer League, Spain, Turkey, Russia, EuroLeague. Um, and then, you know, been done for about five years, six years or whatnot okay. too. So. Okay. And then now you're training. Okay. Now uh, I train, Juco coach, uh, AU, Adidas, uh, Gauntlet team. I do a lot of different stuff as far as with basketball. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I had to get him in, you know, uh, CP. I had to get him because I know he on a time schedule. So, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. I, I know Take that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, got Sonny Vaccaro over here, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> trying to get his <laughs> trying to get his story in as much as he I can. Sonny a legend. <laughs> now, the funny thing is, like, I, I literally just went to uh, the UCLA Arizona game la- mm-hmm. last week. And, you know, I see, I seen Dana, Dana, you know, both the pumps was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I was like, oh, okay, they still doing their thing, still coming to CLA game. Yeah, yeah. They don't do as much AAU 
Nah, but, but they, you know, they legends. I saw Dinos was there too. So yeah. Dinos, but, I just yeah. talked to Dinos last week. Oh, you did? Yeah. See, like I said, I just saw him last week at the game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, but that's cool, man. But if you if you want to stay and listen, you know what I'm saying? It's keep, keep with yeah, us. I'm you listening. Know what I'm saying? I'm listening. I probably got about, you know, 10 minutes. I'll listen in. All right, cool. All right, cool. So, see, you still there? I'm still there. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats in your face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next gen to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use the NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, You'll never have to worry about slow connection either. And plans to start under $4 a month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to NordVPN.com slash B-L-E-A-V or use the code B-L-E-A-V, that is BELIEVE, to get 70% off your NordVPN plus additional month for free. It's no risk because it's a money back guarantee. I got you. I wanted to ask you, like, uh, what was like the hardest thing from like with the biggest transition from high school to college? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, probably just um, picking up weight and getting stronger. Coming in as 120 pounds, and then having to guard these girls who are much bigger than me. So I had to use my speed advantage. And kind of getting my footwork right and um, getting stronger, which getting stronger and building weight took a process and it just wasn't going to happen overnight. So I had to figure out a way um, while gaining weight at the same time. Okay. What would you say was your greatest triumph in college and your biggest failure? Um, probably the roughest year I would say was my sophomore year. Um, mm-hmm. This came from... Um, being on the newcomer team, all tournament team. So I'm on a high, right? Being a starter my freshman year of college. And so I got kind of complacent, if you would say, um, far as like growing and gaining more knowledge about basketball and learning. And so I just kind of sat at the same level my sophomore year. And the end of the year, I made the all tournament second team. And that was something that kind of, it did something to me, which that's a that's a good award too. But like, <laughs> like, that's good too. But yeah, I got yeah. you. I got you. I'm a competitor, and I want to be the best that I can be. And um, Coach McMillan said that he wanted me to be the best player I could be, and I knew I wasn't living up to that. And so my junior year summer is when I kind of took everything seriously. Um, I just went up to another level. I was working out in the weight room four days a week and shooting five days a week and um, just developing my shot and getting stronger. And over that, um, over that summer, I gained weight and strength and I was up to probably like, I made it up to 165 in my weight. And mm-hmm. so you, um, put a, you put on 40, uh, 35 or 45 pounds? Three year, over the three year span. Okay. Okay. Three year span. So 
I was like uh, Incredible Hulk or something, man. Straight yeah. up. <laughs> no, over the three years span, it took a while, but that was the most results that I've had over that summer. And just putting in work, just in the lab, twenty four seven. And when, while I was home, I really didn't have access to a gym, especially in August. I was using my mom's a middle school counselor, and I was using a middle school gym. And I would get up before school started for them. And I would get up, be in the gym at 530 in the morning, working out by myself, getting my own rebounds. Okay. And okay. Um, I would leave when school started and come back after school in it. And I'm in the gym shooting, working out. And I saw those results my junior year. That's when I got noticed first by the NCAA Player of the Week and stuff like that. So that's when kind of my name got known nationwide. Okay. Okay. Then you then you win like uh, what's the uh, what's the award the finalist for for the forwards like is it for the post like isn't isn't there a finalist award that you won? Oh yeah. It's, um, uh, I was Becky Heyman finalist. Yeah, I was gonna say is I thought it was Cynthia Cooper, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mid major, and I was uh, all American honorable mention. Um, what was and your status? All American, about 20 and 10, 25 and 12? What's up? <laughs> I can't even remember specifically, but uh, I was averaging 20 and about probably like seven or eight rebounds. All right. I right, bet that. What was your biggest lesson you learned in college? Um, probably just to bring people along with me. Um, mm. I just couldn't sit mm. there and yeah grow by myself I had to learn what it meant to actually be a leader and to lead by right. example um I kind of I got hurt my senior year of college and wasn't able to play and that's all I know is playing I've never set out a game in my whole basketball career mm -hmm. and I was out nine games and I had to figure out okay so how am I going to be meaningful to this team and um basically while I was on the sidelines I was being kind of like the player coach for my teammates and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uplifting them because they all looked at me to be the scorer for our team. And um, I just have to figure out a way like, Hey, you're doing good at this. Um, keep doing that. And just mm -hmm. giving them words of encouragement. And that kind of made the biggest impact. Okay. See, that's cool. Now my next question is for you, Nate. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm reading this book relentless, right. By Tim Grover. Right. Mm -hmm. And it made me, maybe think about you today. You know, so what is like some of your methods, like, you know, example, obviously, because, you know, CP's on the, uh, she's on the call. You know, what, what, what is your training method that kind of you feel like that, that gets her better? What is your training method? Right? So, um, you know, honestly, um, you know, before I even worked out CP, obviously we talked for a long time, but mm -hmm, I prepared mm -hmm. for like a month. So mm -hmm. like, I broke down videos. I broke down films. She don't know. Um, but, you know, that's what I kind of did. I broke down her bad games. I broke down her good games. Broke, in, uh, broke out uh, things that she needs to work on mm -hmm. that the WNBA needed to see mm -hmm. uh, at the time. Now, if we would have worked out before the pre-draft stuff, before she was entering to the WNBA, but then there would have been different in-season stuff we would have worked out with. But I think a lot of times, you know, I think she maybe shot maybe what two threes a game, something like that. Yeah, about that. Game, and so going into the WNBA, she needs to probably show that she can shoot probably four or five of those things a game, right? Mm -hmm. Picking pop all those things. So, um, I studied a lot of uh, a lot of Steve Smith 
um, videos. I studied a lot of Carmelo Anthony's videos mm-hmm. mid post um, because obviously she's not she's not Sylvia Fowles size. She's not Cambridge size. Uh, she's not Dawson size. She's not that big, um, but she's tall. So being able to show that she can post up in the mid range, um, but also to pick and pop and also to take somebody off the dribble. So I broke down video for like a month. Um, and then I asked her questions. So there was like four or five questions I asked. So I'll ask her, hey, what do you want to, you know, um, put into your game new? You know, what's some things that you want to get better at? Um, you know, all those aspects I'll do. Um, and then I had a, like a little video too as well, raw, a raw, um, raw video of the workout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the workout. And so, um, you know, the next time we worked out or next time she came up here to Portland and whatnot, I kind of put that into some of the workouts that we did too as well. Normally I'll send that work, that, that stat to the client. So they know like, oh, I'm shooting 47% from the 45 degree angle, or, you know, I'm shooting 23% during this workout at the mid range, those kind of things too as well. So, but during that whole, like, I would say pre-draft workout, I want to show like, Hey, she can still post up mm-hmm. too as well. Um, she can handle the ball. Um, she can pick and pop. Um, and then she can knock that thing down too, as well. So, um, you know, obviously she's doing a good job and, you know, boom, she's back for her second year too, as well. So, uh, you know, Tamika Ketchens, you know, know her, knows her value, you know, as a, as a, as a youngin. No, no, definitely, man. I, I always wondered how, what goes to the mindset of a, like a trainer who's training professionals. Like, like you talked about the friend. Some people are different too. Like, yeah. And I was just having conversations like, you know, some people are like, hey, let me just put you through a just generic ass shit, you know, yeah. that, that, <laughs> this this seventh grader or that I'm doing with this this ninth grader. And it's like, that's cool and all. But like, you know, some people was like, man, you know, you one of the top trainers in the nation, you know, you top 25, you this and that, you know, but I don't see, you know, some of these other trainers, you know, I don't really see too much they doing. It's like it's not really about the drills mm-hmm. that you do. It's about like how consistent and how like you know, how your IQ is with how your drills is, you know, the stuff that you know, the history, the breakdown of different things, right? The footwork. Because, you know, if we go throughout the drills and I'm breaking it down, I'm telling her what to do. And she's picking my brain about stuff. I'm answering those things like this because I'm a hooper, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a trainer too as well. So I know at a really, really high level. Some mm-hmm. people are just like, you know, man, just do the move, man. Just kind of get loose, you know, boom, 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 put some shots. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, that's cool and all. And we in the lab, we in the gym, but just because, you know, if I'm a woman right now, I need to get my hair done. Am I going to go to somebody that uh, ain't got their license or I'm going to go to somebody that got their hair license? That's that's legit. Right. Because if I go mm. to that person, you know, with a, with a, with, without a hair license, I'm look, trying to get extensions. and They give me a perm. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, you don't look you know yeah, what I, I mean? got you. I got you. Right? you know what I mean, they think just training like, oh, this person's cheap. This person's convenient. Let me go yeah. to that person. But yeah, it's like that yeah. doesn't always work. You can go, you you might see like your game get better a little bit, but yeah. not longevity wise, you know. Okay, okay. I got you. <laughs> I ain't happen to you, right? Right, CP? I ain't happen to you, right? When you're trying to get a prayer. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. <laughs> All right. All right. So like you, you're killing, you know what I'm saying? You are killing in college. Your senior year is up, right? Now. You're about to prepare for the WNBA process. Uh, how did you find Nate, or you said he found you rather? Um, and how did what made Nate, I guess, comfortable enough to for you to work out with him before the before the draft camp? 
Well, obviously, I've been getting to know Nate for about a year now um, Mm -hmm. when I was going into the draft. And it was honestly just trust. And I knew he wasn't just out for the clout because he'd been reaching out to me before I kind of got the name. And um, so I kind of trusted that. And he was willing to work with my schedule, me being Way and Martin. He was willing to come out and help me grow my game. So I was like, man, I need to give this man a, tr- a chance. And worked out with him in Martin. In the and- middle of nowhere, man. His yeah. cows on the <laughs> right. they, cows. they ain't got they ain't got no food. Th- no, I'm joking. <laughs> well, no, look, look, she said she was a small town. I was like, my yeah, college no. was a small town too. Yeah, Country. she said her high school was a 64 people graduate. I said 64 yep. people. <laughs> Say, man, it was it was three thousand in my high school that graduated. Three thousand moms. Yeah, that one class was three thousand kids that graduated. Dude. Three thousand made up my college. <laughs> Gosh! So if you dated got, somebody, y'all were married. Period. Right? Huh? What'd you say, Chelsea? Y'all had y'all had Zaxby's, right? I think I ate Zaxby's. Yeah, we had a Zaxby's. Oh, that was heat. Yeah, that oh, was good. Okay, okay. Did y'all have a oh, did y'all have like a McDonald's out there? Yeah, <laughs> like, so. you know, everybody got some McDonald's. I mean, that's we true, have McDonald's, true. Burger King, but nothing it, else. <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> I love it. That's what I said. Small town. I love it. You know, I realized that uh that I couldn't do it. I went on a trip to Oklahoma, recruiting trip. And nothing against Oklahoma, uh, the school, because the school is like unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big. Football stadium humongous, basketball stadium is fire. But just what's around it, dude? You know, it ain't nothing around Oklahoma. And I was just like, I couldn't do it. I'm a city boy. I can't, I can't do it. And at that time, they were bumping screw music. And I just never understood the screw music. Never understood. I was like, it's just a song that's slow. I don't get it. I don't get it. Flip. Yeah, I, it was like, you know, they played like at that time, Can I Get a What with a Jay-Z song, but it was like it's like you're high, you're high when you're listening to it. I don't I was like I don't get it, dude. I don't I don't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't get it. like when you just play the regular song the regular way. I don't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So much respect, much respect, CP. I must respect you for coming from small school to making it the way you are. So you saw the you saw the WNBA talent in her when you first started training, huh, Nick? Absolutely, man. I, I just knew if she got drafted the right way, I knew she was going to get drafted. Honestly, I thought she should have got drafted higher. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I that plays in a part with what's going on behind closed doors, who you signing with, who do people want. Like, that's a lot of different stuff. But uh, I thought for sure she could she should have got drafted higher. Um, but, you know, it's funny because things play out in the same way. So she might have got drafted higher and then she ain't got a job right now. You know what I mean? But it's now it's like you get drafted the way that you're supposed to get drafted, the way that it's supposed to play out. And now mm-hmm. it's a need for you too as well. And so now it's like, oh, you get drafted, you know, third round. And it's like, oh, like, man, she's doing better than what we thought she was going to do. She's competing. She's killing in training camp. You know, she's pushing mm-hmm. all the things. Mm-hmm. She's learning. She's picking it up. She's doing all the things like that. So, yeah, man, like I told you, man, she could play multiple positions. So, you know, anybody like that always has a high ceiling at the next level in the dub. No, that's cool. Yeah, did you know you was going to make the team when you got drafted? All I needed was a chance. 
And I truly believe that. Um, someone told me, um, I was talking to them before, is you have to see it to believe it. And I've been seeing it since I was in fourth grade when I wrote my 4-H speech about playing in the WNBA. And that's always been my dream. And I've enjoyed every journey in between that. But um, I've all, also worked to get here. Mm -hmm. How did you feel when you, how did you feel when you got your name called or whatever, you know, like I, like I said, when I, when I saw my name on that second round 59th pick, I was like, ah, I just got drafted. You know, like I was insane. See, with the W, it's kind of different from the NBA. We had ours virtual and I'm uh, at home with my family, family gathering, and I'm telling them, don't get too hyped now. Like, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> but to really? Just in <laughs> you was trying to downplay it just in case you didn't know what was going right. to happen. Right, yeah. I'm like, y'all chill out Un now. Really? Under, under promise, over deliver. That's how you do it. Right. <laughs> we were eating at the time, and there is a documentary about a, a collier and uh, I'm watching that, and here's my name at the bottom of the screen. Chelsea Perry drafted to the Indiana Fever, third round, 26 pick. And I'm and my cousin, I had my head down. And my cousin like, there she go. And I'm like, oh, I got drafted. So <laughs> that was it. Oh, I got drafted. I think it was I think so it wasn't real. For, I think if it wasn't for the uh, COVID stuff going on, you know, yeah. normally it's like in New York. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, regardless of first round, second round, third round, it's like it's a good, you know, situation that you know you go into because you're like, shit, I'm about to get drafted. So let me, I tell you where I was at. So I was driving down to a workout, and okay. I before before I went down to the workout, you know, because it's it's ahead of time. So I'm over here in Pacific Northwest, so it's two okay. or three hours ahead. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna stop at this little bar. Right, a little hole in the wall bar. Right, <laughs> crazy. I'm about to. This is a crazy story. So I stop in this um, hole in the wall bar. Right, and Portland mm -hmm. ain't too much culture in Portland. Okay, right? okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm going even more south. Right, oh. so I'm going so I stop in this hole in the wall bar, which I pop in here and there. I grab a couple beers. Right, so I asked the bartender. I said, "Look, uh, could you turn on? Um, I don't know ESPN." Yeah. Um, this TV right here, and mind you, ain't too many people in there. It's during the day, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I go in there pretty often or whatnot. This older dude was right next to me, and um, she turned the station. She's like, "Oh, yes, now I can turn it." She turned the station, and all the all the the TVs went to the WNBA shit. So this dude got up. He was pissed. He got <laughs> up. <laughs> he got up and started mumbling under his breath and left, was talking shit, was like, man, I don't want to hear see this shit, right? And mm -hmm. I told the lady, like, I wasn't beefing with the dude or whatnot, but I told the lady, like, I didn't know you was going, you know, I thought you was going to just turn one TV station, but it just shows you, like, like where the mentality is because WNBA is predominantly, what, 90%, you know, African-Americans and whatnot, mm -hmm. you know, and it's mm -hmm. like, maybe if he would have opened up his, his, his mind and opened up and seen what it was about, maybe he might like it. You know what I mean? But that was like my, that's when I watched the draft. So I'm like, yo, I want to watch some of my clients get drafted, mm -hmm. you know? And so mm -hmm. it's like, why not? You know? So I remember that though. That's crazy, man. Yeah, no, it was that, I would say the last draft, not this past draft, but the last draft when everything was virtual, it was just insane. Like, you know, I felt like it was just like, I ain't never seen a draft. Like everybody's at home chilling with the family or doing whatever. And then like, you know, it was just crazy. Like I said, I ain't never seen nothing like that. So 
Trust me, I was my, you know, my boy Ty Ramazar is, you know, agent. So, he, you know, he was kind of doing the same thing, like calling here, calling there from his house, you know, kind of back and forth with his little clients. So I get that. So did you and your coach from the Indiana Fever, uh, you know, like she knew exactly what she wanted to do with you as far as like your game? Or did you want to, you had to show her like, no, I can do this, this, this too. Well, they kind of already like from film watched me and um, basically I showed them in training camp that I could shoot from the perimeter. And she basically talked with me and was like, we love your game. We just want you to keep doing what you're doing. Okay. And uh, then further on in the season towards July, that's when she was like, okay, we want you to kind of work, try to work playing the three and get in playing uh, on the perimeter a little bit um developing my skills um with the w coming off screens and stuff and um got good in it during the olympic break um was getting better at it and then i get hurt oh so that's when you got hurt huh yeah. were you just working out and then it just you just tore your acl no we were in practice okay. it was um the last week of olympic break practice before we started back our season okay. um and I was going up for a layup and just came down toward my ACL and meniscus. Okay. Oh. Ouch. That's all I got to say with that one. I, I trust me. I hear you on that. You know, yeah. I know, uh, Nate, let me ask you this. Like, did you have a plan for it? Like, do you, you know, like when it comes to, um, you know, like a rehab kind of plan or are we just like strictly like just working out, you know, like getting her better on her game? Man, she's I think she's in the right situation as far as with the trainers that she's training with as far as when her physical. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I called her. Um and we talk all the time, but I called her on the phone. Uh, what was that? A couple weeks ago? Maybe last Yeah, it last was week? probably right at the beginning of the year. Okay. Okay. Year, I called and kind of checked in and see where she was at uh physically. Um, you know, seeing where, you know, if she can, you know, if she's gonna be ready for, you know, training camp and all those different stuff. So most important thing is like I didn't want her to rush it, you know, rush anything back. Um, we're always getting a live whenever. Um, mm-hmm, the most mm-hmm, important thing mm-hmm. now is for her is to, you know, to 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 make sure that she's healthy too as well. And I think, you know, if we get in the lab before the season or anything like that, it'd be something light, you know, just some some pick me up type stuff. You know, hey, let's go some spot ups. Let me do this. Let's see, you know, about this jumper, those kind of things. So it won't be the same workout. You little, little, like a like a like a okay, I got you kind of like a laid back kind of yeah just to get yeah just to get a feel of it I got you I got you that makes sense so Chelsea let me ask you this um how how is your knee feeling now like how is everything going with your rehab and everything like that man the progress has been really good um every goal that I've set for myself or my trainer is set I've hit it within weeks or um less than a month and Actually, today is the first day I ran on the court. And, oh, okay. and conditioning wise, congratulations. No, no, I got you. I mean, it felt good to do something basketball related other than um, running on the treadmill or the altergy. So now I'm kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and it's um, getting, giving me more motivation to get back on the court. Will you be ready for the start of the season or will it be a little bit after that? Yeah, around April is my nine-month period is kind of where the doctor pre- predicted me to be cleared. Um, 
but around training camp, I'm just going to uh, take it slow. I'm not going to rush back into training camp, but I should be ready within the uh, beginning of May, which is the beginning of the season. Okay. All right. Man, that's good. Like I said, your your journey, I'm, I'm loving it. You know what I'm saying? I would say this. Uh, what's your, like, most uh, as far as, like, the difference between, like, when you were dominating in college and then the WNBA is, like, different levels? Is it this big of a level jump? Is it, like, not as bad as you thought it was? Or, you know, how was that? Well, I mean, everybody in the league is good. You don't have these players where you want to single out. Like, you leave them open for a shot, they're nine times out of ten, they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. training camp, um, everybody's fighting for a spot. And that first week or the first few days, I was kind of like, whoa, like, and my shots wasn't going in the first few days. And so, like, I was kind of discouraged. But once I saw my shot go in, it was over from that. And it kind of – It was over. It was over. Yeah. <laughs> I built my confidence. And um, just being able to be coachable from the vets, um, them teaching me, um, like, just be natural and um, play with confidence. And they've helped me a lot. But – far as the strength and uh, ability, you don't have like two or three players that are good as in college, but when you get to the W, everybody's good. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing from like high school, you might dominate the college, you're good, right. and the pros is like, nah, everybody's here for a reason. You know what I'm Hand saying? Hand in the face. Hand in the face. <laughs> no, no, I, feel, I always felt like that in high school. I can make a move, get to the basket, dunk easy. In college, it was like I had to make another move to get to the right. basket, you know. And then when I got overseas, they were just fouling the mess out of me. So I wasn't getting, you know, too many dunks back there. Like, it would have to be a steal or a breakaway, something like that, because they would clothesline your ass overseas. Excuse my language. They'd be hacking. They'd be hacking, boy. And then they flop, like, oh, you know, I played in Europe. Oh, like, they dying. You know what I'm saying? So I, I already know. Like, the funny thing was, like, my last year, I meant to tell you, Nate, was that I was trying to get to Portugal, you know, because my boy was over there, Sam Clancy. Mm, um, Sam is a legend, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, me and him, went to, he went to SC. I went to UCLA. So we battled a lot through college. And then, like, mm-hmm. when I went to Long Beach, we played him, you know. And so, like, yeah, he's, you know, like, he, uh, I know he played over there until, like, took COVID. He played, like, 20 years. I was like, dude, yeah, super long time. So I was like, man, this is crazy. You know, you crazy for playing that long. He's like, now he's, you know, retired. But like before, I was, I was like, I got to tell Nate that day. Sam Clancy was over in Portugal. You know what I'm I saying? I think he lived in Kansas City, didn't he? He might have. No, he's Pittsburgh. 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 Pittsburgh? Yeah, because his dad played for uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Yeah, he played professional football. And so, like, yeah. You know, I had him on the show a while ago. You know what I'm saying? I still be talking to him whenever I'm in L.A. Like, I, I'm trying to get him to come to the UCLA-SC game so mm-hmm. I can just mess with him the whole game. Like, ah, UCLA's going to win, you know? <laughs> you know, so. Uh, wait, hold on one second. All right, all right. Well, uh, Chelsea, I have a question for you, you know? I know that... um. You know, like you said, you got hurt. We were talking about it before. Um, and you said you never really got hurt before. This is like your first time truly being like, not hurt, but injured. You know, like it's a difference, you know. 
Uh, hurt is like you come back a week or two, maybe three or whatever. Injured is like you have, and they putting a knife on your leg, um, and you're going to be out for months or a year or whatever the case is. You know, for myself, uh, towards the end of my career, um, I got stress fractures in both my shins, and I had steel plates, which I still have to this day, in both my shins. And my game was kind of like never the same. I played for a couple more years after the injury, but, you know, like I lost my explosiveness and, and all that. So like, you know, when overseas, when you're American, if you ain't like ain't explosive, your money get cut, you know? So I wasn't even making the money. Uh, like I was probably making half of the money that I was, uh, you know, making at my peak, you know? And towards the end of it, I was just like, is it worth it kind of thing? Like everything became like, I was popping pills. I was eating a leaves like Skittles. You know what I'm saying? After my surgery, straight up. Like, before the surgery, none of that, right? When I got the surgery, I was overseas. I Okay, I got to pop two. Then the two turned to four. Four turned to six. Six turned to eight, you know, game day. Game day, I was taking eight a leave. And then practice, I was taking six, you know, just to get through. And uh, I was like, man, I, it can't, I can't be doing all this, man. It got to be more, more than, you know what I'm saying? I got to be able to do more than just do this. I didn't want to be like, my mom was scared. Like, baby, you know, you know, mom's this baby, don't do it. I'm like, mama, I got to take it, you know, to play. I, otherwise, I'm walking around like the tin man out here. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, well, first, let me ask you, Nate, because, you know, you know, C is still playing. She's still in her prime, you know, she's a youngster. Um, but when you retired from overseas, how did you retire? Um, it was actually low key in my prom. I retired like at 28, 29. Um, and you know, I was, I was in Greece. Uh, I was playing, um, well, I actually left Greece and was in the Balkan league and Euro cup. Um, and I kind of retired just based on, you know, I want to be around my kids. Um, uh, okay. you know, I don't want to retire, you know, being 36, 37. So, uh, my agent was like, damn, like you want to retire now? Like I was at the peak of my money all that different stuff too. So that first year out was like hard. Like I went mm. to a Juco coach. It was hard, man. Cause I was still hooping. I'm talking shit to little ass kids. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hyped for practice so I can bust somebody ass. Like I'm just, I was wild. You know what I mean? Right, so, right, 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 right. You know, um, you know, it was kind of a brump, but, uh, I found my, you know, I found my passion. I found my love. Uh, I was able to, uh, you know, give back, you know, the knowledge that I have and help everybody else develop too as well. So. That's cool. Like I said, Chelsea, mm -hmm. I, I don't even ask you about yours. Cause you, like I said, you still in your prime, you know, you still young and you about to, you know, put this work in when you get back, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But when you, when you got hurt, you know, what was your mindset? Was it immediately like, uh, I got to get back for next year. Or was it worried that they wouldn't keep you? They was going to cut you? Uh, what, what was your mindset like? Kind of like my motto for this whole process and down through the years playing basketball is learning to love adversity. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, that's something I've learned tremendously through college. But when I got hurt, I wasn't expecting it at all. I've never had any knee trouble. Mm -hmm. um, and like the people that I've known that have gotten hurt with knee injuries, they retired. So I didn't know what to expect. And basically the biggest influential moment was talking to Tamika Catchings. And she told me in her rookie season, 
um, coming into it, um, she tore ACL at her senior year of college going into her, the draft and she came back and now she's a two-time hall of famer. A legend, and that was kind of mm-hmm. motivation for me mm-hmm. of like, Hey, this is just the beginning for you. And if you work hard and stay with the grind, um, that I can be better, it come off better than I was before. No, I bet that. I, I remember when she tore AC. I was watching Tennessee. I was a fan back then, so I remember. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we're going to ask our last question of the of the interview, and we'll start with Nate because he's the, you know, elder statesman. Um, <laughs> I'm the elder statesman of the group, but he's the elder statesman of you, too. <laughs> you know, and like, uh, at one point, you know, like in, your, in in everybody's career, we all go through low points, you know, and points where we struggle. Um, uh, and my 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 question for you, Nate, is like, how did you get out of that low point? How did you get out of that 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 place, that kind of you know, low place, you know, uh, for yourself? Um, for me, you know, family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, your family, whoever you're. You don't even have to be your family. It could be your friends, whatever you you might do. But for me, it's you know, family. You know, always remind me to. Uh, consistently pray, uh, you know, get get a little bit more closer to God, you know, every time. And I think a lot of times people, you know, get close to God when things are going wrong um, mm-hmm. and not close to them, you know, when things is going right too as well. So always trying to, you know, remind myself and, and you know, that, you know, the closer to God you are, the most important thing it is. So, you know, that's the main key, just having somebody to talk to, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's your, 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 your girl, your wife, your, your mom, your your brother, somebody, a close friend, God, whoever it is, having somebody to talk to, that's kind of how I get through it. Uh, I don't say much, you know, I don't, I don't have a million friends or anything like that. I got a, a close, um, you know, group. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just keep my head down and, 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 and stay with it, you know, as well. But, you know, just talking to God, man, as much as possible is the most important thing for me. You know, that's how I get out of most of the stuff. No, no, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Same questions, y'all, same question. Man, just to tag along with what Nate said, um, like I said, we always got a lot of a lot in common, and um, that's why I've trusted him. But um, mm. just my faith, I've grown up in a church, and um, I mean, guys, who's got me here? What hometown girl do you know from a small town gets to where I am? I'm the first in my hometown, and I'm kind of a hometown hero, and my family, even the older ones look up to me and they think that I'm a good representation of Hardeman County. And um, I always think to myself, if I wanted to hang up basketball, like I wouldn't have a love for the game, playing the game anymore. And um, I just think back to that moment of why I started was Mm -hmm. because of my family. And um, I thought that I could get a message um, about God through my sport. And that's always motivated me to um, just keep going and keep fighting, keep getting better and make it to the highest um, capability that I can. See, and she's kind of downplaying everybody. She's downplaying that she's a kind of a hometown hero. They have a day (laughs) named after her. She has a day (laughs) in her county, which is insane. You know, I want to put that out there. We, We talked off camera. I mean, off, off video before she said she had a day named after her, got her name retired, you know, high school jersey retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's big time. She's big time where she's from. All right. You know, she's definitely big time. I much well, much love and respect uh, for, for both of y'all for coming on my show. I, I appreciate it so much. 
Um, but once again, they, you know, like let the fans know where they can follow you, you know, and where they can get in contact if they want, if they're in your area so you can train or whatever you got to do for them, you know? Yeah, you can reach out to me on Instagram. Uh, it's N-A-T-E period, B-O-W-I-E. Or you can find me on Facebook, um, you know, Nate Bowie. Um, you know, I'm always available, always listening and answering questions, anything that, you know, people mostly need help when I'm there. No, definitely. WNBA player. <laughs> Give your Instagram and everything so people can follow you because you're going to have all the Indiana. I'm going to have all the Cali follow Indiana Fever. Hey, I need it. I need all the support. But uh, I'm on Instagram as uh, Chelsea Mariah, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y, and then Mariah like Mariah Carey. And I'm on Facebook as Chelsea Perry. And I'm also on Cameo, and the link, link is in both of my bios. Okay, okay. Well, like I said, you can follow uh, me at Travis W. Reed on Instagram and uh, Travis W. Reed on Facebook. We got some new things coming. You know, we going this this will probably be one of the interviews that'll be on YouTube that's coming up pretty soon, coming out. Also, uh, you can follow you can look me up on Spotify. You know, I got my other show on the Believe Network. Uh Believe in UCLA along with this show and Athletes Journey. We're gonna keep pumping them out, y'all. We, we know, like I said, we're gonna keep pumping out, you know, WV, I gotta bring her back, you know, when she has a WBA championship or right before the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Here for it. <laughs> you know, or she gets, you know, comeback play of the year or newcomer of the year, whatever, you know? And we're going to definitely bring Nate. We're going to have Nate all his clients on the show. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be trainer of the year, get all his clients all the pub that they ever want. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we appreciate y'all for coming. I appreciate y'all for coming on. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you. Appreciate it. Once again, this show was brought to you by Bet Online. Football season might be over, but basketball is in full effect, both college and pro. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props to the next fired head coach, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BL. EAV to get started. It's not just basketball on Bet Online. It's your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage, which is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is the number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager all your favorite sports and play all your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.